Hello, friends. Jim Nance of CBS Sports, and you're listening to The Shag Bag Show with my great friend, David Marzetti. Not yet. Big show on tap for us today. Star-studded, as always. All brought to you by the Pebble Beach Company. Check out lunch and dining golf specials online at pebblebeach.com. Del Monte Golf Course, celebrating 125 years. 1897. Home of the Deuce Club. Home of the Shag Bag Show. Sandbar and Grill, Craig Ling and his amazing staff have it going on under wharf number two, under the boardwalk over there, where locals meet to eat fresh seafood, steaks, salads, sandads. For lunch, the Dungeness crab prawn and avocado melts. It's always good. Maybe a fresh crab louis. For dinner, daily specials, yummy. Try that seafood penne pasta. That's with a garlic cream sauce. That's good stuff. Always friendly uh, bar scene, too. Sandbar and Grill, locals' favorite, always. 373-2818. The Golf Art Superstore, home of the 90-day return. We'll talk to those guys a little bit later on, find out what's happening. I think we're talking to the main man today, Derek Westover, the GM over there. Find out what's happening in the world of golf retail. Monterey County Herald, your source for breaking news, sports, business, classifieds, entertainment of Monterey. It's your daily newspaper. Every Friday, they post the guests of the Saturday Shag Bag Show in the paper. Thank you, Monterey County Herald. Carousel Candy's left-hand side of the wharf. If you're walking down, you can't miss it. Just follow your nose. It is smelling so yummy down there. All the caramel corn and that yummy chocolate stuff they make. It's all handmade, homemade. They ship worldwide, by the way. Got the taffy puller in the window. See him at CarouselCandies.com. Looking for a great dining experience, a special dining experience? Try one of Kevin Phillips' restaurants. We'll be talking about those this hour. Because I think he's coming in today. Golfguide.net for the player in you. Elab Communications did our website. They can do yours. Check ours out. Shagbagshow.com. Jacob's Team Realty. Buying and selling. Let Joy and Jen walk you through it carefully, lovingly, professionally, quickly, easily. All the leads. They can uh, help stage your home, too, if you need that. They get all kinds of groovy ideas at jacobsteamhomes.com. The Foolish Times free, funny, fabulous pick one up that will make you smile. Express Employment Professionals Paul Wyant and his wife Mary have a staffing solutions company. Help you find a gig or help you find employees. And don't forget, Paul's got his own radio show right here on the station on Power Talk every Saturday at 1030 in the morning, kind of after the Shag Bag Show, about a half hour after the Shag Bag Show. So check that out. And see him at ExpressPros.com. Monterey Fish Company, South Tringali, and all the goombodies at the end of wharf number two. They've got it going on with all the fresh fishies of Monterey Bay and beyond. Call them if you're looking for something. Salmon's in season. 375-3511. We'll be talking to Sal a little bit later on this hour. Find out what's going on over there. He'll tell us all this. Uh, he'll, he'll tell us who didn't show up today and why he can't come in. Or something like that. Something something happened. He's in the weeds. But that's okay, because we understand. We'll talk to him on the phone, though. Find out what's going on with an update. Monterey Regional Airport, MRY. Alaska Airlines offering daily nonstop Seattle-Tacoma fares as low as 69 bucks. Points connecting to all over the world. It's MRY. MRY. Armanosco Public Relations, deeper than community, long-standing relationships, city business community leaders throughout our rich and diverse Central Coast community. Armanosco Public Relations, spreading the word since 1985. Dave Armanosco, Rich Pepe's next-door neighbor. Magic Fusion at the Monterey Magic Club. Award-winning magicians from around the world. A beautiful 100-seat theater in the Custom House Plaza. Tickets available at Monterey Magic Club. Dot com. All of our wonderful sponsors we thank and love for all the wonderful support for so many years. Most of them with us for a long, long, long time. Well, there's a couple have been with us since 2002. Our uh, charter, the charter sponsors. And uh, Pebble Beach Company. You may have heard of them. They've been with us since then. Uh, Del Monte Golf Course, may have heard of them. They've been with us. Golf Mart, 20 years. Uh, Sandbar, pretty close. I'm going to go with a full 20. 
Pretty close, though. Pretty close. Pretty, 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 pretty close. Good morning to our three biggest fans. We'll love to Terry Puff, the Wonder Dog, Soleil, the Rockets. This morning on the Shag Bag Show. On the show, we got Derek Westover from the Golf Mart Superstore. We got Sal Tringali from Monterey Fish. Monica Spruch from Catwalk Opera is going to be joining us, as well as Joe Moses, candidate for Monterey County Sheriff. And the voice is back. Second Saturday of every month, he's with us, Kevin Phillips. Morning, Dave. So Morning, great Kevin. To be back. Great to have you back. Yeah, what a great time to be here, too. Isn't it? I was just down on the waterfront. Yeah. Buzzing down there. <laughs> Already? Oh, probably two, three hundred people waiting to get on whaleboats. <laughs> Yesterday morning, I was at Lover's Point first thing, and it was clear as a bell in like the foggy morning today. And right. All you could see were porpoises and whales and boats and just unbelievable amounts of activity wow. out of the bay. Wow. It was really something nice. to see. And it's an easy time to be optimistic about things happening. A year ago, we were just getting used to going back inside in the restaurants. So still had limited seating. Moved out of the tent at the whaling station. And uh, it, it was a great time. But here we are now. Look at all the events coming back. Uh, fully open. We had a fantastic good old days weekend last weekend. Civic Grove. That was big. Thousands of people there. That was big. <laughs> it was such a great time. And now we are here we are. Salmon season's open strong. Uh, we're serving it up in the restaurants, and that's just a great time. Absolutely. So you think back uh, uh, to those days, which we don't really like to think too much about. Oh, did I get him? I think I got him. Where'd he go? I don't know. I scared him anyway. If I didn't get him, he's deaf anyway. That little bug. Anyway, uh, and you think back at uh, the incredible job that you guys did at the whaling station by having that entire restaurant basically move into the parking lot. That was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I mean, the hard work, right? they, the bar, the bar that they built, uh, the staff built the bar out of the pallet that the tent arrived on, <laughs> and uh, just, just the ingenuity. Something. I mean, I, I I gained a whole another level of appreciation for the ingenuity uh, of the staff, the the folks who worked with us. Just incredible, and I, it's hard to imagine them just getting the energy to do all that stuff again. Uh, yeah, right. God forbid we ever had to, but they they pulled it through in the tent. Kept everybody there. Everybody knows the great staff at the winning station from Alfredo to Jumbo and Paul and Turbo at the bar. And my God, we, there's a real chance we could have lost all those folks if we had to close the restaurant for That's a year. That's true. But the tent kept us going. And it was amazing because Terry and I dined over there a couple of times yeah. outdoors. And, and it was amazing to, to dine in the tent because it was like you were still in the restaurant because you had all the artwork hanging up and everything. Yeah, we even got big red runners run down the middle to kind of give it to everything they could do to give it as much of a feel as being in the, the restaurant. And right. We only had to close it one night because of the wind. The wind was shaking the whole tent. And uh, uh, while I was looking through my photos from last year, one, one morning the wind was blowing so hard the side of the tent blew and knocked the bar over, and we had a river of alcohol running down uh, the side of the restaurant. So uh, a lot of things uh, you couldn't foresee happening. Right. But, uh, we, 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 we made it through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now the uh, the Coastal Commission talking about the uh, outdoor dining on the wharf and then pulling that back, and but then now it's extended again or something? What's Until the end of the year. Uh, everybody has a chance to acquire permits uh, to for outdoor dining. It's interesting that three different cities, Pacific Grove, Monterey, and Carmel, have all handled it differently. Right. Uh, I think Carmel got it right. I think you remove them uh, try and go for permits and a plan right. and then put them back in. I think Pacific Grove, they want to keep them downtown. Uh, our park of the beach house has been gone for months. Uh, once we were fully seated inside again, I had no use for it. And I think the parking was more important for our folks to be able to right. pull down. And now the whole street's been repaved. It's all been, uh, they put new water lines in and repaved the whole street. So it's really nice down there. But uh, yeah, lots, lots of changes, lots of things happening. Also have to mention that it is uh, son Jeremy's birthday weekend. Ooh. So tomorrow. Believe it or not, he turns 38. How'd that happen? Which is really strange, because I thought I was 38. Right? He caught up to you, I same age. Very strange thing. But happy <laughs> birthday, Jeremy. You bet. <laughs> you know what's weird, though, is when you... Well, I'm thinking back to when uh, we were kids, and we would think someone who was, like, let's say, 65-ish right. was an old person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at you now, Dave. Right, exactly. <laughs> 
or even when you're in high school, when you're a freshman, huh. the seniors seem like they're 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always changing. Exactly. Hey, we've got a great show on tap for us today from the Shag Bag Show for May 14th, show number 1048 for our 20th season broadcasting live from Del Monte. And we got Joe Moses with us this morning. Joe, welcome back to the show. Uh, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Joe. It's good to have you. Good to meet yeah. you. Great to be here again. So what have you been doing? Nothing? Just oh. hanging out? Just <laughs> relaxing? Just hanging out. <laughs> I, did you, want, I did want to say one thing, though. Yeah. I am. You never cease to amaze me, Dave. You're sitting here having a conversation, you smash a bug, and then you continue on with the conversation like you didn't miss a beat. Like it was nothing, right? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've been seeing and hearing you all over the place uh, with, uh, of course, the, uh, the election coming up, and you're just... You are everywhere. Like, for instance, today, what's your what's your schedule? You're here, and then what? Oh, yeah, I'm coming from here. I'm going down to the uh, Salinas Valley Fair down in King City. Uh, going to be a ringman for the auction down there. Uh, from there, we're going to go up to Aromas, doing a joint uh, event with Eric Taylor, the sheriff of, Mon of uh, San Benito County that's running as well. So we're going to do a joint thing in Aromas. Got another small event to go to before I head back down to King City to finish out the fair. So busy day today. So you've got a booth at the fair, right? Yeah, we have a booth, yep. Making sure that we reach out to as many voters as we can. We were out in, the, in Pacific Grove at the good old days. I had our booth out there and uh, met a lot of good people, and that's what it's about, getting out. And What do they say when they come up to you at the booth? Um, you, know. you know, some people ask questions. Uh -huh. A lot of people come by and say, hey, yes, I'm, I'm voting for you, Joe, and, and uh, good to meet you and, okay. and have a little conversation. Uh, a lot of people asking questions about CCWs, uh, oh. concealed carry weapons and what my stance is. For the record, my stance is we're not going to change the program. Sheriff Bernal has a good program in place. It's successful, and uh, we're going to continue that going into the future. How does it work? So you, you fill out an application. Um, then you go through a background check, make sure that you don't have any, uh, you know, that you're qualified to be able to, to have a firearm. And then uh, you go through a gun safety course, which the gun safety course for me is really, uh, really the key. Um, it's not so much about whether or not you can shoot straight. It's more about that responsibility that comes with that. So having a permit comes with a huge liability and a huge responsibility. Isn't that really the bigger issue about uh, gun, gun issues in general, that there are enough laws on the books that if, if they're followed and enforced that there's less problems? That, that's true. We need to focus on taking the guns out of the hands of the, of the criminals and the people that use them illegally. Uh, so we need to, to, to really st hammer that. And the people that uh, that can carry and that, that are law-abiding citizens I have no issue with that. Are there a lot of people applying for that? Uh we do. We do have over 5,000 uh, permits issued in Monterey County right now, um, and so, you know, it's a good, good program. You hear that, criminals? That's right. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> That's right. You never, you never know who you're messing with. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So tell us, uh, what are the, what are the, what are the major things on your platform besides that? Yeah, you know, mental health is a big issue. Um, it's a mental health I think is the basis of a lot of our homelessness issues a lot of our substance abuse issues that we're facing today and uh, it's a huge drain on our patrol resources and our jail resources our jail staff um, and so if we can take a bite out of that uh, mental health and try to deal with those underlying issues um, I think we're going to do a, a lot better going in the future so we have an opportunity in Monterey County with the opening of our jail expansion to to build a behavioral health center um, we vacated a large part of our old jail, and we're in the process of rehabbing that. Uh, I'm working with Behavioral Health, with the state, for funding uh, some of our community-based organizations to go ahead and do a rehab of our old facility so that we can have that, that, that fill that gap that we've been missing uh, here in Monterey County, give people the medications, the counseling, the things that they need to be successful, and then transfer them back out into the, our community um, to lead full lives again. That's the thing that's really gone away in the state over the last few decades is the yeah. taking care of that. Yeah, so essentially bringing back some of that uh, concept of the state hospitals with some changes, obviously. And as sheriff, you know, we can do that here locally in our county. Um, the state, you know, the state has to deal with the state, but here in Monterey County, we can take care of that uh, and at least put that gap in there. You read a lot about the encampment issues that have been going on. Is there an area in the county where that's a bigger problem than other areas? Yeah, Sand City. They've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got a camp over there. And then you go down to King City and they say it's in King City, or yeah. you go out to Carmel Valley and it's yeah. in Carmel Valley. Of course, so, of course. You know, it's, a, it's across our, our entire county. Uh, there is no specific area that is immune. So making sure that, uh, you know, as a sheriff for the entire county, you have to be cognizant of all of our different communities. It's a huge county, very diverse, and each part of it has a different 
different issues that we, we need to deal with. Even at Delmonte Beach, where, where it's been an issue and it's a concern on the waterfront, of course, of the wharfs down there, and the, the mayor of Monterey told us that they can't do anything about it because of the shelter-in-place order by the governor. That was part of that. Yeah, that was that was a big issue there. That was a big issue, and how, how do we overcome that? Um, luckily, we're coming out of the pandemic now, and I don't think that's going to be as much of an issue. But again, where do you take these people? These people are suffering from mental health crisis. Where do you take them? I have an option. I have a plan on where we can, what we can do about that. What do you think the percentages? I mean, I don't know if you would know or have a guess, but percentages of the people who are homeless because they want to be, and those who are, uh, uh, you know, otherwise, because there are some that obviously want to. I've spoken to some on the street that want to be the travelers. They just want to be free. Yeah. Well, there are travelers, and and I think it's a pretty small percentage. Um, and I think when we were kids, we called them hobos because you know, with, with a knapsack on the stick and all that, and walking around. Yeah, in your 35 years here on this earth, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> on the peninsula. On the peninsula. There you go. Um, you know, we we have seen that the, that there has been people that want to live that lifestyle, and and that's fine. That's the lifestyle they want to live. But we're going to keep moving on. Those are not the encampments that you see that have a lot of trash all over the place and are really that eyesore. Those are the people that want to live that lifestyle. And for the most part, they follow the rules and they, they move on when they're told to move on. But I, I think the vast majority are suffering from mental health issues. Even if you talk to somebody on the street and they say, yeah, this is the, the, the lifestyle I want to live. When they're eating out of a, a out of a garbage can and they're living in a tent and the, the cold and the rain and everything, I don't think you're of your right mind. I don't think you're capable of making that decision. So let's give you some some tools to be successful and then allow you to make that decision for yourself. Yeah, I spend a lot of time on the wreck trail between uh, the Monterey Wharf and Lover's Point, going back and forth on my bike every day. And I've seen more and more of it, uh, people camping out, sleeping on the ground, just trash all around, uh, shopping carts, the classic kind of stuff. And I don't know that there's a lot that can be done about that with the local law enforcement. Well, and that's why I say we, we need to do something different. And I have a plan to do something different. We can't just continue to talk about it and just keep doing the same old thing. Again, whenever you are in, a, in law enforcement officer and you get called to somebody that's uh, that's on the street talking to the street sign uh, or the corner, you know, we don't have a whole lot of options. You take them to the hospital and the, the doctors are on under a lot of pressure to get them out, you know, give them a dose of medication, get them out the door so the next one can come in. Or you take them to county jail, which the county jail is in the therapeutic environment. We try to do what we can, but it just isn't isn't the right setting. So that's where this behavioral health comes in. That other option that we have uh, for these officers that are encountering these people on a daily basis to get them, again, get them into some help, into some treatment, you know, whether it's a 30-day or 60-day, 90 days, whatever it takes to get them so that they, they can make decisions for themselves and they, again, can be successful in our society. How different is it now with the, with the deputies out in the field, like the mid-90s when you started up, up until now, especially the last few years? You know, we, we, we focus a lot on um, that community outreach. I think even more so than the 90s. In the 90s, whenever I first started, you know, we were, we were in the patrol cars um, and, and we... Um, you know, a lot of driving around and stuff. And now we're doing a lot of focusing a lot on, like, uh, de-escalation, talking about implicit bias, talking about those things, so that the the deputies have a, a, a different outlook, a different experience. It's not just going out and, and, and arresting people, and that's that's what the main thing is. It's going out and helping people and figure out what is the best way, what's the best solution to this problem. You know, often we go, we've gone to calls for service in the same house or the same area for time after time after time and not really dealing with the underlying issues. And today we're starting to deal with those underlying issues. We're being more realistic about how we can make it so we're not, you know, basically you're trying to work yourself out of a job. I don't right. think that's ever going to happen. We're always going to have a need for law enforcement. But if we have that kind of ma mindset, um, hopefully we can make people successful. Amen. So, uh, of course, we've seen it in the commercials and things, but uh, give everyone a little, who maybe don't know, give everyone who don't watch TV, <laughs> or don't own a TV, uh, a little bit about the background and experience and things like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, I've been with Monterey County Sheriff's Office for 27 years. So I graduated from Sac State in uh, 1994, got hired here the same year, so I've done my entire career here. Who was, uh, who was Sheriff then? <laughs> it was Norm Hicks. Yeah. Norm Hicks. His first term. Okay. He was a two-term uh, sheriff, so he hired me the first term. So I've worked for five different sheriffs, um, and five of the uh, last six sheriffs have endorsed me. Um, but 27 years with the sheriff's office, I've done everything you can think of, patrol, investigations, corrections, internal affairs. I've done special operations. 
and currently I'm the captain in charge of uh, corrections operations. We run about a $72 million budget, 320 employees that I'm responsible for. So it's a big, big operation. It's more than half of what the sheriff's office budget actually is uh, in total, both in workforce and budget. How long is the term? It's a four-year term. Yeah, I would like to do two terms at least. Um, I'm committed to two terms. Then we'll we'll take a look after that and see if we want to do that third. So the election is November. It's actually June 7th. Oh, it's June. It's a June. Okay, it's that's good June. to know. Yeah, so June 7th. The ballots are in the mail now. Uh, should have gotten them in your mailbox. Um, so you can fill them out at any time and send them in. Make, just make sure that they're in by June 7th. And then when do you take office? It wouldn't be until January. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. And, of course, uh, you're also responsible for the jail. Yes. That's a big responsibility right there. How many in there? Uh, currently, we have about 900. Yeah. We uh, we had a little jump up in the Is last it full? few. We are not full. No. There's no. still room for you out There's there. There's still room. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know if I really want to fill it up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Has it been full? Uh, we've been full in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With this new jail expansion that we just opened up, that opened up a little bit of room for us. Um, we're slowly trying to uh, reduce down that footprint that we have, um, and again, making some room for that behavioral health center, which we've already cleared out that area. So that area is empty. We have contractors that have come in to look at it and see about doing the rehab. How much of a problem is COVID still out there? You know, we're, we're really getting towards the end of it, I feel. Um, COVID, of course, was a huge issue for me as the captain in charge of the jail and, and our operation and, and really setting plans in place very early on. We did a really good job on addressing it. Of course, COVID did come in, which is in, was inevitable, but we maintained it to just a few of the housing units rather than have it spread through the entire jail because we had good plans, solid plans in place. Um, just last week, we lifted our mandatory uh, quarantine for all incoming inmates. Um, so that's a step in the right direction. We have zero cases of COVID in the jail right now. We've had a couple of uh, staff that, that went out with COVID recently, but uh, this really hasn't been a big deal for us anymore. It's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're excited about it. You, you can't smoke in the jail, huh? <laughs> no, you cannot. Not anymore. That's uh, When did they stop that? I think they stopped it in the early 90s. So yeah. in 94, when I got hired, I, was, I went straight to the jail out of the academy, and, and smoking had just been... Uh, prohibited in the jail. Yeah. I would not want to be in jail if you couldn't smoke. I'd want to smoke. I mean, like in the movies, you know? like in the movies, you know. What about a pinch between the cheek? And <laughs> yeah, what about that? That's right. <laughs> Still, man, you know. That's right, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. What's the biggest challenge for you running that place? Uh, you know, the biggest challenge. Boy, that's a good question. Uh, you know, it's it's maintaining that that safety and security for both our inmates and for our staff. You know, staffing is a huge issue for us right now. That is my biggest challenge. Trying to recruit new deputies to right. get into this field has been a, a right. real challenge. Yeah. So we've been talking with the staff uh, on a regular basis about what do, what are some ideas for getting recruitment. And I think one of the things we need to do is we need to make sure that we're recruiting for today's new generation. We can't recruit like we did 20 years ago. we got to change it up. So looking at maybe hiring somebody that uh, has a a degree in marketing, mm -hmm. somebody that has, uh, you know, 25, 30 years old, understands how to do that social media, how mm -hmm. to reach out to our younger generation mm -hmm. versus somebody that's been with the sheriff's office for 30 years as a commander. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we're, we need to we need to adapt a little bit more to what our new generation is and appeal to them because there's a lot of good a lot of good kids out there that want a career in this in law enforcement. We just need to convince them that this is the career that they want. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that after, you know, after the Floyd thing and everything and the let's defund everything and all that, how it was for recruiting. I mean, it must have been tough. Oh, I'm sure it had an impact. Yeah, I'm sure it had an impact. Yeah, it's uh, but it's amazing how many how, how good this career really is, you know, and, and we need to explain that. You know, we need to get our message out there, the positive stuff that the sheriff's office does. And law enforcement in general, we need to send our message out there so these kids do see, oh, wow, that really is a good career, and we can, we can, we can continue to recruit them because we have to have people coming in through the door. You know, we uh, we're getting older, as we talked about earlier at the beginning of the show. What do they got to go through? Well, first you got to go do the application. You got to go through a physical agility test, mm -hmm. um, and then you take a written test, and then once you're done with that, um, we do an interview panel, and then uh, put you in for a background. Once you get your background, then we'll give you a hiring. Um, we'll hire you. So you don't have to go through like any kind of academy or anything like you, the. You do. Once you get hired, though, usually. Okay. We do hire laterals that have already gone through the academy, mm -hmm. but the bulk of the people that we're, we recruit is the ones that we send to the academy. 
and then once that's about a six month academy once they're done with that then they come in and start doing their training here at the sheriff's office are they paid once they're going through the academy they are okay. yeah yeah at a, at a recruit level okay yeah that's way that way we hold on to them so that instead of them you know we, we hire them and then they want to go someplace else. Well, it's been my hope. I, I support law enforcement all the way, and I, I've been hoping that as pendulums swing, that people learn to value more about the great work that is done there. And that's the great thing about Monterey County. You know, my experience here, we have a lot of good support in Monterey County with the, for law enforcement and all of our public safety. When we had the uh, the, the murder of uh, Alvarado, Officer Alvarado right. and Salinas, you know, the community that turned out for that to show support for all law enforcement in the county, but especially Slane's PD. I went to an event. Uh, it was a lowrider event. Um, and, you know, you would, wouldn't think you would get too much of a turnout for that, right, with uh, we're talking about law enforcement. We had hundreds of lowriders showed up to show their support for the police department. And that was really encouraging. That's, what I, that's what's so great about Monterey County. And that's why I love living here and, and uh, want to continue my career. So what can people do if they want to help support the campaign? Get out and vote. Get out and vote, number one. Um, and uh, check out my website, joemosesforsheriff.com. Uh, my email is on there, and I do respond to emails if there's questions. Uh, and if you support me, spread the word. Talk to your neighbors, uh, talk to your friends, family. Make sure that they get their ballots in by June 7th. That's the, most, that's, that's the key part. Absolutely. Joe Moses, your man for Monterey County Sheriff, we certainly do appreciate you stopping by again. And I know you got a busy day, so... Enjoy that, and uh, we'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Like tomorrow. That sounds okay. good. Okay, looking forward to it. All Thank right, you me very too. much, you guys. All right, thanks, thanks very much, Joe. Shagbag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning live from Del Monte, of course, for 20 years. Dave Marzetti, our co-host, The Voice, Kevin Phillips, May 14th, show 1048 in a row. Still on the show, we got Derek from the... Golf Mart Superstore, we got uh, Sal Tringali. He's going to join us from Monterey Fish Company at the end of Wharf Number 2. And now we have a very special guest. Will, do we want to get you on for a second first? Just so you just, we, the, 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 we don't want to break tradition. We always have you on first and introduce uh, Monica that way. Will's running around. He's got cameras going. He's got videos going. He's got uh, uh, Mr. Me. He is Mr. Media. So uh, we've got Will Elcaddy, who is, uh, by the way, if you ever see the Shag Bag Show website, Will's ELAP Communications is responsible for that. So it's quite impressive, by the way, and something that uh, has been going on for quite some time. And Will, welcome. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Will. Good morning, everyone. So how are you? I'm doing very well, uh, other than my allergies kicking in. As you know, we just moved very conveniently up the street here, next to Jack's Peak, uh, but uh, everything's going well. It's just, you know, the, the season, uh, a lot of prep work for the summer, uh, but it can be a better day than today, I'll tell you this. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, you've got uh, your uh, fiancé right next to you there, so why don't you give us a little introduction for uh, Monica? Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, uh, Monica is uh, a soprano and a fashion model. In fact, it's an award-winning uh, fashion model. Uh, and she's uh, definitely trained by the best. Uh, we just uh, started a new business. Uh, uh, it's a new concept, but it's really uh, an, an old concept of uh, combination of music and fashion at the same time. Uh, that's been in the works for the past two years. Uh, finally, it got its fruitation. Uh, we're starting to cultivate that, uh, a lot of going on uh, on the local level uh, from LA, New York, Miami. Uh, we, we've, we have good words so far out there in a very short period of time. Uh, but I would definitely love uh, Monica to talk a little bit more about uh, the Catwalk Opera, how it started, where we're going, and maybe a little bit more about herself. Absolutely. Monica, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and good morning. Oh, I'm just going to say welcome back to the show, because you <laughs> yes, were here for the 20th anniversary oh, and yeah. sang happy birthday to us. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here again. Thank you so much, David, for having me here. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we go on. Where are you from? Um, born and raised in Poland. Where? Um, Wuch, to be specific. Um, next to I was going to say that. I could tell by the accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know how to spell Wuch? Okay, uh, W-U-C-H? 
No. <laughs> L O D Z. Oh, that's what I meant. That's what I, I was going to say. I would get confused. So, uh, and when did you come to the United States? Um, quite a while ago, to be honest. You know, uh, more than 10 years ago. Okay. So, um, and what were you doing in Poland? I have been um, a fashion model, and um, um, I'm a model of the year in my country. And uh, right after I got my title, I moved to Los Angeles <laughs> ah. <laughs> to expand to Hollywood. Of course. And um, I have been uh, lucky enough to participate in many movie productions there. Um, I had a chance to work with George Clooney as well <laughs> on his movie, Confessions of the Dangerous Mind. Um, what, what did you do with that? Well, um, I had to start from something, so I, I have been um, a bikini model. <laughs> on the show back then uh, but um, progress to um, better parts and um, uh, got accepted to Star Trek Enterprise and I was working there for two years for Paramount um, so um, of course during the time doing also fashion modeling uh, fashion shows uh, during um, different um, uh, fashion weeks uh, like Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, for example, which I participated in Los Angeles and New York. Um, so um, yes, so I came up with this idea of a catwalk opera, um, and it's connected to my fashion background. And um, I just got, a, got this idea that uh, since music is connected so heavily to, with fashion industry. Um, I already got um, exposed to a um, big fashion show here locally, and I opened the show two years ago. Um, and um, there was a fab fabulous uh, experience. It actually got me um, thinking that uh, maybe it will be very, very well to participate in fashion industry in that sense, um, not only as a fashion model, but now since I am uh, certified Soprado and I work uh, very, very hard <laughs> with different types of teachers and I do workshops and I this year got accepted to a Bel Canto in Tuscany uh, operatic workshop and um, also this year got, got certified for 2022 from Classical Singer magazine. Um, so that's quite, quite good. <laughs> um, I would like to, the idea is the connection between fashion and uh, singing, um, that uh, perhaps I can open or close a fashion show uh, using my operatic voice. So no, I can, uh, of course, participate in the fashion show and wear a fashion um, designer uh, clothes, but um, the main idea is for me to singing. Not only this, it's not going to be on the fashion show. Um, it could be um, a charity event, a private event, uh, private parties. Uh, so I'm very, very open to that. Corporate events. Corporate events, exactly. And um, that's the idea I have. Is Will helping you with this? Absolutely. Because if he is, it's going to be a success. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, definitely check uh, uh, catwalkopera.com. Uh, it's been in the works for almost uh, six months. Uh, and it's just a good example for folks looking into how to present themselves in a very multimedia way, from high-resolution pictures uh, to videos uh, to, uh, to, to audio, etc. Uh, uh, the website includes a lot of information in, in what we're doing or what we would like to call uh, packages, uh, whether opening a show or, or duo opening and closing a show. Uh, and we're even expanding to um, uh, utilizing some of uh, uh, our talents. We have a good pool of the best talents out there uh, from uh, additional operatic uh, uh, um, uh, singers, performers, uh, so definitely check catwalkopera.com, uh, the experiences section, and you'll get a better idea uh, what can be done. But at the end of the day, everything's going to be customized based on the event type, event location, event time, because uh, that's going to dictate what, what uh, Monica's going to be wearing, <laughs> what kind of music or aria she's going to be uh, singing. And uh, uh, but we're up to the game. We have the experience. Uh, we have the best of the best, 
And since uh, uh, I'm part of that also, we, we're bringing all the media production experience to, the, to, 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 uh, to those shows where we could document that experience for, uh, for private, for general public, or even live stream it uh, for the folks that didn't attend. I think it's a cool idea. You go to events and you see a fashion show and you hear you singing. and What a way to either open or close a show or an event. Absolutely. And um, I got a um, very, very good offer from um, prominent companies in uh, New York and uh, Miami. So um, I will be heavily working on the fashion shows. But fashion shows are not only... Uh, um, the events that we'll be working at. Um, I would love to expand here locally as well, and uh, we have so many different wonderful events that I can contribute and I can participate and sing. Um, I would like to mention that um, I'm also working with uh, award-winning music composers, so um, we can customize the music uh, piece towards uh, the, uh, particular event. Uh, so it, it, it will be a very memorable experience for everybody. Um, um, Mark Governor is one of them. Uh, I, w I had a chance to work with him twice. He, he wrote operatic areas for me, once for Dusk Show, which we were doing in 2018 here locally. And, um, and just recently I recorded with him another operatic aria. He's a, a movie music composer uh, working with uh, Peter Jackson for the movie Hobbit. For example, uh, Pet Cemetery. That um, now he's doing a big uh, Broadway show in New York. So um, we are working with um, very well-known people, and we can definitely customize uh, everybody's experience. Are there any events coming up uh, that we should know about? We're going to be posting those on the website due to the contractual agreements with everything, you know, because they don't have the dates. Uh, but uh, we will be posting that online for sure uh, we should do a piece for the Shagbag show yes definitely that would be good that's right Shagbag <laughs> opera that's right <laughs> <laughs> it seems as though with uh, especially with uh, things like uh, car week coming up you can really yes. Yes. take advantage of that time mm -hmm. uh, speaking of car week it's going to be very 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 busy bigger as than you ever. know bigger than ever absolutely okay. you know there's a lot uh, i know uh, in Pebble beach concourse most of their vip uh, ticketing or experiences is already sold out right month, months ago right uh, there's a few events that got canceled uh, but it's just going to be crazy. In fact, today, uh, after the show, we're going to Quail. Uh, there is a motorcycle show. Yes. Uh, so it's it's uh, so it's it's happening. The events are coming in, uh, and it's just going to be a different experience than before. Uh, but we're all looking forward for it. Uh, and with Car Week, uh, you know, as you know, in the WhatsApp, Monterey is is number one resource for right. the Car Week events. Uh, so that definitely check out the latest and greatest That's right. events. That's right. If you Google in uh, Car Week Monterey or Car Week period, it is, uh, What's Up Monterey always comes up first. Totally. totally. I just like to say also that for the last couple of years, uh, Will's handled all of our websites, social media, and I'm a little reluctant to sing his praises because it's not in my best interest for him to get new clients. That's right. right? <laughs> but it's, it's so much fun to move into the digital media in all these different ways. Uh, one that we're doing a lot, a lot of fun with is QR codes. So put QR codes in everything, like our ads on the paper. So you see the ad, but then you can look at it with your camera, and the website comes into your phone. So it's a, it's a whole other level of marketing that's available. And uh, just like uh, uh, Will's working on a new business card for me, and it was simplify the card, but it has a, a QR code on it. You open it up, and then there's a page with all the restaurants, and you can go to each one from there. So it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun to develop these new resources. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's always been a pleasure working with Kevin. Because uh, Kevin is really the person you want to be around and work with a lot. Uh, because he lets you do what you do best. He appreciates the end result, but he was never like into micro-detailing. He was like, there's a good idea, just do it. Go for it. Uh, and that's a big reason for his success story, uh, you know, in, in, in the hospitality restaurant businesses. And uh, I'm definitely loving the Rockfish Mezcal uh, offering now. Uh, I'm not sure if you've if tried amazing. that. Uh, Kevin, how's the Mezcal uh, it's, tasting? It's going amazing. We got a nice write-up in the weekly last week for it, and they've created something really special. I, personally, I don't drink Mezcal. I don't 
care for it, but it's wildly <laughs> popular. It's incredible. So Orlando and, and Raphael, they put together this incredible program of mezcal flights, mezcal cocktails, mezcal cocktail flights. In fact, you go to Rockfish uh, website and you see the great photos that, that Will took. And that's the other thing. Will's creating a lot of tremendous co uh, content. Uh, you see a lot of uh, photos posted at Facebook things, but when you take real photos with real equipment, it is a whole other level of appreciation of the quality, and uh, it's just it's just been a lot of fun. People love it. Something different. Absolutely. You know, there's uh, the mezcal scene <clears throat> kicked in about three or five years ago into into the area here. They've done a lot of good job uh, with the tequila uh, festival that they do locally, and it's it's managed locally here. Uh, but you know, for old school folks, uh, you know that only likes wine uh, or whiskey. Uh, even the whiskey scene is kicking in again here in the area. Something uh, yeah. you know, I've seen a couple of new places popping. Uh, but definitely check Rockfish for the mezcal uh, flights, tasting flights. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I've never been a mezcal guy. I never knew what mezcal was. Yeah. Uh, but. You know, that's why you do the tasting, kind of like the wine. You, you, you choose. And, and not only the mezcal flies as, as shots, I, uh, there's the cocktails. And this is even taking things to the, to the, to the, next, to the next level. So yeah, I, the col colorful, lots of uh -huh. different flavors, uh, all, all different directions of, of flavor patterns with those. And it, it's a lot of fun. But a lot of people don't even know what mezcal really is. But it's a specific type of tequila, really. But they char the agave as part of the process. So it has a intensely smoky flavor to it. Totally, and it's done in only one region, right? Right, in Oaxaca. In Oaxaca. And that's where Orlando's roots go. His family is from Oaxaca, and they've been involved in Mezcal for generations. So it's a real passion of his, and, and you see uh, what he developed beca uh, by, because of that passion. He's got me busy all the time finding new new equipment, new little boards to put the flights on, and you can see that all at the website. Okay. By the way, uh, Monica, yes. how, did, uh, how did you meet this young man? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have met um, when I actually moved into Carmel from Los Angeles, so it was around six years ago now. We have met and uh, um, we were friends. We were friends, but uh, we never considered um, having um, a relationship back then, and we just uh, recently reconnected. <laughs> Last I was year. busy with work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Building the business. And you just recently visited Poland, isn't that right? Uh, around uh, a few months ago. Yeah. Went there. I had a little uh, uh, business going on. Then uh, I dropped in a little bit to see uh, Monica and the family there. And then came back. Uh, it's an interesting country, I'll tell you this. It's but it, you know, part of being in the European Union, there's a lot of money being poured in, new roads, uh, new infrastructure, uh, new signs. Uh, it's still being developed, though. There's a lot more room uh, to, to be done there. Uh, uh, but traveling back then wasn't fun, I'll tell you. Absolutely, <laughs> right. <clears throat> Never is anyway. So, uh, okay, Catwalk Opera, one more time. Uh, how do they find out more information? catwalkopera.com That's all you do. <laughs> Just go there. And uh, we're going to do a voiceover for Catwalk Opera with, with David. Very okay. Soon. All right. Uh, uh, the voice does. of Monterey. Yeah, yeah right. the voice David, of Monterey. David, yeah. David, <laughs> sure, sure well, thank you for having us here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Will. Thank, thank you, you, Monica. Thank you very much. Thank you again. Yes. Yes. Thank you again. <laughs> appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. Okay. Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be... Uh, um, Supporting Joe Moses. Okay, there you go. There's a sign there for you if you want to grab one <laughs> and take it. And put, put, are they recyclables? We need the recyclables. Yes, so, all yes right. they are. All right. All right. All right. Will, Monica, thank you. Thank you so much, David. Shagbag Show, Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101FM 1 for your Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. Dave Marzetti in the voice. Kevin Phillips. Kevin, uh, how's, how's Biz, by the way? Everything good? This is terrific. I mean, yeah. along with the events, what's come back is the group the group dining, the banquet scene is just yeah. exploding yeah. Uh, at all the restaurants. And it's just so great to see it back. People are just having a great time. You know, I know that you've you've given us this uh, this invite uh, many times, and we haven't figured out the best time to come back. Mm -hmm. But uh, the uh, Monterey International Trio with myself and Mike Broad and Dave Daly do want to come back and play the Whaling Station. We used to play there once a month for a long time, and uh, we definitely do want to come back at some point. We got to figure out that right that right yeah, time. The, the door is always open. Yeah, I mean, we we, we, did, we had a lot of different acts all last year, right. a lot of different music, but there was nothing compares to the International Trio. And uh, especially you guys do your strolling around the restaurant. I mean, people just got the biggest kick out of that. And actually, people come to the restaurant because you guys are there. 
and that's yeah, as good as it gets for us. Yeah. Well, the you know the uh, the mix of music I think is right. It suits uh, the seems uh, all your servers always come to us and say you guys are the, the right music for our place. <laughs> That's right. And Absolutely. then walking around, like you said, strolling around. That's a lot of People fun. Love that. Yeah. All right. Shagbag show going on for March, I mean, May 14th. It is uh, show 1048, and it's uh, our good friend from the shop next door, Chris. Good morning. Right, good morning. Chris. Good morning. What's happening? It's a busy day. Uh, Again? Day. Yeah, always. You know, Saturdays are always our busy days. Um, but there's plenty of opportunity out there. Uh, you ever have fog delays out here? No, no, not too often. It's pretty um, thick this morning. Yeah, it was. It was more than more than normal, especially that. Lately, we we haven't seen too much of that marine layer come in, but um, it was definitely heavy this morning. But as you can see now, it's oh, it's beautiful, hundred percent clear. Yeah, beautiful yeah. day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's in the banana belt. Exactly. Right? It burns off pretty quick. Yeah. This every day. A lot of times you're playing out here at Del Monte, and you can just see the fog all around, like you know. Oh, yeah. All around the area, but it's not right on the golf course. Yeah. It's pretty well, amazing. And yesterday, you know, everyone expected it to be very windy and a little bit cold. It was beautiful. Beautiful day. We had a pretty open tee sheet. Ended up filling out pretty much to 80% yesterday. So um, a lot of last-minute golfers, but, um, I mean, we've just been having phenomenal weather. Give us the uh, what's yeah. going on with the Dukes Club. Oh, what's not going on with the Dukes Club? Exactly. That's, that's the question. Um, well, Dukes Club, it's at 425 for the year. Um, we have ongoing promotions um, at Spyglass Hill, uh, the links at Spanish Bay. Um, of course, here at Del Monte, you get four free plays at the Hay, the short course. Um, $30 in grill bucks um, and six guest passes so you um, can treat those guests that you'd like to bring out and play golf um, all at the same rate. Um, so it's a phenomenal value. Uh, we got some additional promotions uh, right now in June and July. Finish Bay, 155 cart included. Um, over here at Del Monte, Fridays for the month of May, we're still still, still celebrating our 125th anniversary. Um, so Fridays are 125 for a twosome. Uh, that's cart included. So some additional savings there. Uh, we still even have openings for our Monday and Wednesday specials, the 1897 walking rate. So um, those who are you know just looking to play on their own, um, either in the afternoon or in the morning. On one of those Mondays or Wednesdays, just give us a call and we can try to find a spot. For 1897, you. that's a pretty good deal. I don't yeah. think there were carts in 1897, were there? <laughs> no, there weren't. No. No. <laughs> just jumped on a mule. <laughs> five cent caddy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Always good deals and always uh, a, a great spot to play. The locals golf course, my course for over 30 years, and uh, the Monterey Bay Club, and uh, always in wonderful shape. Oh, yeah. And we're, uh, we're actually gearing up to start. Um, sending out invitations for the Monterey City Amateur coming up in July. Um, so that's another really exciting event that's been here for many years. Uh, How many players in that field? Usually about 130. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah. it, it's uh, multi-flight. So you got your seniors, super seniors, and your, your regular. Um, Do you get out-of-the-area ringers that show up for that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all over California, even all over the country. Yeah. Uh, they'll come out to play the, yeah. the City Amateur. It's a great tournament. Three seven three twenty seven hundred. Always there. All right. Happy Thanks, Chris. Right. Thank Please, you. Chris. We appreciate you. All right. Shagbag show with our good friend Derek Westover from the Golf Mart Superstore on the line. Derek, what's happening, brother? Not much. How are you? How are we doing out there? Good. 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 Tell us what's going on, man. Well, we got some exciting stuff coming up here uh, in the meat of the season. Here, obviously, um, first couple things. We got some vendor in-store events that they're, they're going to be held here, uh, starting on Monday. The first one is uh, by Wilson. They're going to have a vendor rep on site. It's going to be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and there are slotted appointments that can be made. So the rep will be here explaining all Wilson's technologies and then providing expert fittings as well. So if, uh, if there's anybody out there interested in learning more about Wilson uh, product and getting uh, an expert fitting, come on in and see us, or you can give us a call at the store and reserve your appointment, uh, which is pretty cool. And then secondly, uh, which is pretty cool, too, is the uh, TaylorMade and Callaway are bringing back the 50% trade-in promotion. So a lot of folks out there are used to this promotion. It's been been run for many years now, um, and it got pulled away when COVID kind of came in and golf blew up, and I guess they didn't feel the need to do it so much anymore, but now it's back, which is really cool. So that's going to be starting Monday. That's 50% more trade-in value, so you bring a club in, 50 bucks trade-in value, you're going to get another $50 on top of that towards any of the Stealth family instead of TaylorMade and their, their P700 irons. And then TaylorMade's going to run the promotion through 530. And then Callaway, it's any any of the Rogue ST family and their Apex 2021 irons. And they're going to run their promotion through 522. So super good to see that back. Uh, if you got some clubs in the garage or the closet or they're just misbehaving, bring them on in. 
and we will turn them into something for you. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we got, as far as promotions go, um, there is a really good promotion going on right now. Golf Pride's got a new grip out. It's called the CPX, kind of a follow-up to their CP2 grips. It's their softest performance grip to date. It has a uh, XO diamond quilted pattern. I felt it myself. It's very soft. So if you're looking for a soft grip with responsiveness in it, this is a good grip for you, for those players to come in and check out. And then on the other side of things, inside of the ball world, Bridgestone, everybody knows, is they've been hurting, uh, been hard for them to get balls allocated out to everybody. I got a whole pallet the other day, so Bridgestone balls are back in stock. Same ball Tiger Woods plays and many other poor players. So come on in and get those. And everybody needs ammo. So. All right, gotta get in there and get your bullets. You know that's right. All right, give us the hours. Uh, we're going to be 9 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and 10 to 5 on Sundays. And then this upcoming Memorial Day, May 30th, we will be closing at 5, but we will be open. All right. Derek Westover from the Golf Mart Superstore, thank you. You're welcome. You guys take care. All right, you too. 583-1000 for everything golf. They will not be undersold. It's the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning, live from Del Monte, Dave Marzetti. Of course, we got the voice, Kevin Phillips, here with us. And, uh, Kevin, you probably have heard of... Uh, Monterey Fish Company. Oh, boy. Right? South Tringali. In the weeds. <laughs> We're going to call him right now. Comedy guys. Comedy guys. He was, he, <laughs> we know that you couldn't make it over here today, but uh, oh. hopefully you're not too busy. Uh, you know, we opened up the retail doors and uh, had a line out the door. Wow. Uh, we're right in the middle of our uh, Monterey Bay salmon season, and this fish is just gorgeous. Uh, the price just dropped... Uh, three dollars a pound and uh and people are going crazy it's a frenzy over here a we got traffic frenzy. control yeah we got traffic control and and uh uh we're finally uh seeing the daylight over here but it, it's business is good everybody's happy and we got beautiful fresh halibut salmon bay salmon uh petroli sole local rock out filet local it's a it's a good time of the year to eat fish. All right, and uh, what time are you uh, open over this weekend? We're open till four o'clock on Saturdays. Okay. The rest of the days we close at five. Okay. We've got free parking out in front, and uh, so come on down. Three seven five thirty five eleven. Right. All right. And two, if you want some salmon for yourself, come down. I got a little piece for you. I was gonna say <laughs> you're holding on to one for me, right? Absolutely, always. I got one. With your name on it all the time. All right, good buddy. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks Thank a lot. Sal Tringali from the uh, Monterey Fish Company, always taking good care of us on the Shag Bag Show. And uh, we are just starting to wrap things up. I want to thank our great supporters of the show. we got our sponsors. We also got our monthly supporters, Mike Murata, Laurel Murata, Rachel Murata, George Casal, Paul and Susie Martin, Gary and Doreen Curcio, Stephen Morgan, McNally, Marty and Francesca Wolf, Tammy Blunt, Canavan, Rob O'Keefe, Ben Beasley, Oscar Moore, Jack Galante, Shane Elise, the Dolman, Kevin Phillips, Chris Shake, Dave Dowley, Wendy Brickman, Barbara Dickinson, Mark and Lisa Lavin, Pam Tannis, Kathy Cullum, Derry Matthews, Tony Albano, Max and Mary Bull, and all monthly supporters of the Shag Bag Show. And you can be a supporter, too. Just go to Anchor FM. Of course, we do the show live every Saturday, but then we record it and podcast it back out in uh, archive form. So on lots of podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, all that stuff. But Anchor FM is where you can help support the Shag Bag Show, and we certainly would appreciate that. Thanks to all of our wonderful guests on the show today, including... Our Goombati, Sal Tringali from Monterey Fish Company with the fresh salmon down there from Monterey Bay. Derek Westover from the Golf Mart Superstore. Chris from the shop next door. Monica Spruch and Will L. Caddy from Catwalk Opera. Joe Moses, candidate for Monterey County Sheriff. And, of course, the voice, Kevin Phillips. Great to be here, Dave. Thanks. Come out and try some food that you crave. That's right, huh? Yeah. Whaling Station so good. Yeah. Bar menu. Evelyn yeah. Eddie's the outdoor seating. Yeah. Of course, at the end of the wharf, we've got the Rockfish Harbor Grill. And, of course, the Beach House with that amazing view. So lots to choose from and something to fit to anyone's taste or palate, like you were saying. So that's it for another Shag Bag Show. Oh, hi to Don out there listening in the car, by the way, and Will the Thrill out there in the Starters Gate and everybody. God bless. Take care. And as Sammy always said, it's chow time.